Hello, I'm Giselle Gamby, host of the Intuitive Pool podcast and business and life coach. My coaching business has consistently brought in half a million in revenue for the past 10 years, not from any external strategy, but from being the intuitive entrepreneur. Having worked strategy first, as most people do with little results, I know that authenticity is profitable and the deeper you go, the greater your wealth always. And so this podcast is here for you if you desire more, deserve more, and are called into more in relation to your wellness and purpose, business and career, finances, relationships, and health. If you're stuck, feel like you've lost your mojo, and equally, if you're doing really well, but you know that you and your life could be so much bigger, so much more purposeful, and so much more impactful. Join myself and my guests as we explore 2024's theme, Untapped Abundance. I love creating ripples, and so here's to creating even more ripples this year for this wonderful Intuitive Pool community. Hello, Intuitive Pool community. This is the second episode on a series around leadership. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, The Vulnerability of Being in Our Strength and Power, please listen to that first of all. And then this episode will make a whole lot more sense. So going back to the previous episode where I spoke about being in the vulnerability of our strength and power and leaning here. And of course I had a situation turn up where I would have the opportunity to be in the vulnerability of my strength and power. So let me share the story and then I'll get to the juice of it. So on the 6th and 7th of February, I ran a two-day live sacred business event in Manly at the Q station in Sydney. And a few days before the event, I had two people who had committed, let me know through email that they couldn't come. And what was surprising was I totally accepted one person's cancellation, but for some unknown reason, I felt really angry at the other person's cancellation. And it didn't make sense. Like, why was I totally in acceptance of one? And why was I feeling angry about the other? And it was bizarre because I couldn't shake off the anger. So a few weeks passed and I had voices in my head that said, you know, shouldn't she have known better? Blah, 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 blah. But still no anger toward person one's cancellation. And then last Thursday, it hit me. The anger had nothing to do with her cancelling. The anger wasn't letting me go because it was telling me intuitively that something wasn't going right in her world and that I needed to be slammed in order to come to see this and then, of course, to offer a conversation. Now, you can imagine it was a little vulnerable of me, what certainly felt vulnerable to say, hey, I was really angry at you, but now I realise it had nothing to do with your cancellation and I think something's up. What's going on? But I did. 
I wrote her an email and I said, may I be bold and vulnerable with you? And of course she said, because we have a beautiful, beautiful relationship. And then we got on Zoom the following day and I just have to say, oh my gosh, it was a conversation that had in capital letters that had to happen. I actually feel a little emotional talking to you about this because I am so deeply grateful for my intuition because had this conversation not happened, had we not seen what was really going on, and in essence, and I have permission to share this without sharing the detail, had we not seen what was going on, a venture that she, a big venture that she is a part of, that really, really matters to her. A venture that has the ability to like truly create massive impact and really up-level and evolve her field. A venture that has the ability, let's just get to the point and say that it has the ability to create miracles in her field that don't exist right now. So really, really, really important thing for the world. Had we not seen what we saw, which I'll speak to in a minute, that venture would have totally been destroyed and possibly the relationships within it. So like really, really, really important conversation. And the conversation, without going into the details, was that she saw that she had essentially dethroned herself in this venture and she instead had relegated her leadership onto another. And she did that because she feared if she didn't give them this position of leadership that they would fall apart based on their history. But the truth is she is the visionary leader not them. Their genius zone is to do with other things, that this venture, should it not have them be in in their genius zone, the venture would also fall apart. But their genius zone was not in being the visionary leader that this venture exists because of. So once we saw that, once we saw that she had dethroned herself, once we saw that already there was evidence of this misalignment starting to create friction and tension and crunchiness and distrust and should this have not been seen, as I said, we both knew that this venture would ultimately fall apart. It's not what she wants. It's not what her business partners in this venture want at all. And it's certainly not what the world wants. And so when I was speaking to her and, you know, we were in so much gratitude, so much gratitude, I said to her with actually shiny eyes, with so much gratitude, with shiny eyes, that this anger that came to me and that wouldn't leave me, used to come to me around 2017, I think it was. And I used to coach her at that time. And this 
this anger, I, I know the quality of this energy now. Well, I knew it back then. I've remembered it. It's a real no bullshit energy. It's very direct. There is no ambiguity and it absolutely cuts to the chase. And there it was evidenced in that one conversation that, you know, we pretty much saw it, I would say, within the first 20 minutes of the conversation, bang, there it was. And so this conversation was so profound, but we also laughed, you know, we laughed at the irony of the situation, that this energy of anger was gracing us once again. And, you know, when you think about anger and grace together, like you would never think that they belong together. And here I go, I always love this when two states of being seem like diametrically opposite and they don't belong in the same house, yet they do. Because anger was divine anger and it was here to reassemble, to reorder, to remember so that the inspiration could become in the world, could have legs in the world, could meet people, the people that need this, could create miracles. So thank God for the anger. Thank God. And I guess why I'm saying this to you in this episode, first of all, our leadership can be informed by different energies. I guess that most people would assume that leadership is informed by what we would define as being more positive energies like enthusiasm, excitement, wonder, joy. But, you know, leadership can also be informed by what we would define as the uncomfortable ones because they do feel uncomfortable. They can be defined by anger. They can be defined by anxiety. I've certainly experienced that myself. And and anxiety also came to spill the beans on what was misaligned and to have us step up into our value and our bravery and our creativity and innovation and really i guess in summary to have a step onto our big step up into our bigness so anger anxiety sadness grief all of these emotions that don't feel so nice held and seen through the eyes of love absolutely are essential ingredients to us being in our most authentically aligned leadership. And if I go back to the previous episode where I talked about being in the vulnerability of our strength and power and how it's vulnerable to be in our knowing, how it's vulnerable to be in our intuition, how it's vulnerable to speak to things that maybe people don't like. But I also spoke about the you know, what most matters to me is that people, more and more and more and more people experience the riches of that. Like my friend and I experienced last Friday, the riches. I mean, there is no business strategist expert that could have resolved her situation, that could have plastered a strategy on that could have tried to fix. There is no 
business, like working on the external, there none of that would have changed things here. It had to come from the internal. It had to come from who she was being, what she was believing that she didn't even realize until we spoke about. And so there's riches here. And so if I can, once again, the thing that matters the most to me is to be a demonstration of this, to be a demonstration of the riches that come from intuition and presence and vulnerability of being in the strength of our leadership. That's all that I want to do here. And there's an expression that my coach uses often and he says, God loves speed. And we spoke last Friday and then on Monday I received an email from her and I can't share all the detail, but I can share the first sentence. And the first sentence she wrote, oh my, I can't even tell you the ripple since our conversation on Friday. This is a few days after. Immensely grateful to you, Giselle, for your seeing and for not ignoring your divine anger. And then she went to speak to three situations that had happened since Friday, right? Like three days where she was vulnerably in her strength and power, where she was in the vulnerability of her leadership. And all that I can say in those three situations that the ripples have been, you know, truly magnificent. So to complete this episode... What I'm speaking about here also, if you haven't seen it for yourself already, I'll make it explicit. We have freaking blind spots in our leadership. We do. <laughs> and if we don't see and own up to our blind spots in our leadership, things are going to go awry. They're going to go in disarray. They're going to get really chaotic and messy. And they will hijack whatever it, it was that you most desired, whatever it was that you saw in your vision, whatever mission that you've given yourself or that the divine has given you. There will only be mess and chaos that will happen if you don't own up to your freaking blind spots in your leadership. And we all have them. It's just the way it is, right? And it's not wrong because as you've seen through this episode, there are riches, you know, through the portal of our humanity, there are riches. But it takes humility to say, okay, okay, I'm ready and I'm willing to say, I'm ready and willing to let go of what I think is true. I'm ready to shake off the shackles of control. I'm ready to step into the vulnerability of my humanity and of my leadership. Now just think what would have happened had I not seen that the anger was actually nothing about her cancellation. Just imagine what would have happened had I not gone, oh, my God, I think this anger is actually telling me that there's something not going right in her world. Just imagine if I had not sent an email and said, 
oh, I was really angry at you when you cancelled for a couple of weeks and I couldn't work it out. But then I realised that it had nothing to do with the cancellation and I have a feeling that something's really not going right in your world. Had I not been in the vulnerability, because it didn't feel comfortable when I wrote that, and had I not been in the vulnerability of that, just imagine what would have been instead. So I encourage you to be in the vulnerability of your leadership, to be in the vulnerability of your strengths, your gifts, your power, and to lean into it and and see the miracles that occur from, from that. So thank you for listening to this second episode in this series around being in the vulnerability of our leadership. The next episode has a different energy. I know it's absolutely for some people and it's absolutely not for some people. And I trust that those who will listen, it will be absolutely for you. So I'll see you there. Ciao, ciao for now. Hey guys, if you love this podcast, I have two requests. Number one, sign up to the newsletter, which you can find in the show notes. Sharing is one of my superpowers and there is only so much that I can share through the medium of podcasting. And I have very big plans this year to be radically generous to you. So sign up to that newsletter where you'll be able to receive a whole lot more that I trust will be super valuable to you. And number two, I'm a massive referrer of the people I love to the people I love. Please share this episode or podcast with the people you love and let's create some more breathtaking ripples of impact.